Impact Exposure. Exposure is 88.9 The Impact's one-hour forum discussing relevant issues affecting the MSU community. And now, tonight's Exposure. And now, it's the mother of all shows on Impact 89 FM, WDBM East Lansing. Give us a call, 432-3893. Get your voice heard on topics including upcoming movies, TV shows, DVD releases, and video games. And now introducing your hosts, Tricky Nikki and Notorious Neil. What is up, Woo-hoo! East Lansing? Maybe I should speak in the microphone right. Yes, you should. It is the mother of all shows if you haven't heard. The mother is the word. The mother is the word. That's right. You know, Rob, the uh, DJ before us, asked me who's the father of all shows. Hello. Or was it Rob? Rob's giving me an evil. Somebody once asked me who's the father of all shows, and the father of all shows. Rob's show. It's Rob's show. Come on, before ours, and then we have the mother. We we have Rob's the daddy. We have an itinerary here at the Impact. (laughs) First the father, Rob's show, then ours, the mother of all shows. Well, anywho, Thursday, August eleventh. We're glad to be here. Two thousand and five. My name is Neil, and I am Tricky Nikki. Oh, yeah, and this week we have the bestest panel ever. Oh, yes, we do. Sitting right across from me is Owen. Hey. As usual, Owen's back. And and they're not excited about me, but we have somebody new today. We have somebody new. Paul, the, the, the token cynic. How's that proverbial glass looking, Paul? Uh, it's always half empty in my world. Half empty. It's going to be a good show when it's half it will. empty. It will <laughs> Paul, good to have you here. Thank you very much. Always pipe in whenever you feel the need to this, you know, butcher what Neil says. This, yes, because this is going to be the worst show ever. Um, coming up tonight, we, Tricky Nikki is going to review Dukes of Hazard. Oh, that'll be a good time. And oh, yeah. uh, we are continuing our fall preview series this week, where, or this week, where we do television. We yes, get to see what TV. the networks bring out to us. And if it's anything like what Hollywood brings us, we're in for we're a very, very long night. But first, Well, TV grows predictable, wait. you know? I, I'm pointing at him, yet I forgot to introduce him. Hey, don't forget in about Crazy In the studio is Lieutenant Commander Crazy Jay. How's it going there, Jay? Hello, what's up? What's up? Jay, how you feeling today? Give us a little love. I, I'm feeling wonderful. I'm, uh, you know, I, I had my birthday last week, so I'm a Woo-hoo! year older. And, and you're 21 uh, right happy now. Happy belated right, birthday. Yeah. He is 18 years old. Legal yeah. for all the ladies. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely legal. So, um, all right. Give us a call right. here at 432 Yeah, there we go. And, and you uh, can't forget if you that call number. that, you get to talk to Jay. Yeah. And us. Lots of fun. Panel. Lots of fun. Okay. All right, let's get the show and started. Yeah, let's get the show. Video game news and reviews on the mother of all shows. Oh yes! Oh yeah! I'm We're groomed. starting it off differently. We we show. are hitting it good, and we are actually going boldly where this show has never gone before. We're actually reviewing a video game this week. That's right, we are. On um, this Tuesday, one of the biggest games of the year was released: Madden NFL 06. It's I've Madden. Heard so much. About it's football. This. About everybody who I who I know who's not an actual gamer that owns a PS2 or an Xbox or something like that has it because they want to play Madden. Madden came out. And it's so hard to get. I couldn't grab my little grubby hands on a copy, but Paul did. Poor Neil. Uh, I got a yeah, little Yeah, Paul is with here with, uh, with all the goods for us. Give us let's, some details, buddy. Here. Details. Obviously, details. Well, the big change in 06 is the new QB passing system, the precision passing, as they were calling it. Is it, is it really precision? Because you could come up with a new passing system where you have to hit three buttons and, like, <laughs> Neil, uh, it, calm down. It's as precision as you can get. Now that you're... <laughs> 
as if you played any other previous uh, Madden game, your QB, as you know, has an awareness, which has always meant nothing. This year, they made... Oh, you're your... pretty educated about this stuff, huh? Oh, I've, I've played in man, every Madden game since 96. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. hardcore fan here. Super and if you'd like to get your input here, don't forget, 432-3893 is but, the number. But, Paul, you was hardcore, hardcore as me and played Techno Bowl? Um, I, I'm sure I got a few <laughs> rounds in back in the day. <laughs> Super Techno Bowl is always going to be king. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so now the awareness uh, rating for your QB does mean something as he gets a cone of vision, which... When you, as soon as you hike the ball, your QBs want to have this huge, like, lighted area. How, how is that? Is that just like, is it a yellow, is this yellow cone where you can actually see outside his awareness path? Or is it yes, like Yes, give darkened? us the details, man. Or is it, we I need heard, details. I heard at one point they were trying to make, um, when you hike the ball, you're actually going to get third-person perspective. Was it this game or was it one of the ESPN games? Um, it must have been ESPN, like... This game, you hike it back, and it's just like any other man game where the the camera will go straight back, so you can see the whole field. But your QB will then just have this cone coming off him, and if his receiver is in this area, you will be able to pass through that uh, receiver more accurately. Ah. If you try to pass through a receiver outside that, it's not going to be as accurate. Wow, they're actually you know putting real football stuff. Because I used to remember I'd hike the ball. And me being a lineman in high school, I have no QB knowledge. <laughs> so I would pull back in the pocket, go somewhere, and have like three defensive linemen. And I would throw it to the guy across the field that I, that was actually off screen, and they'd make it. And some people were kind of disgusted at me. I wonder why. Was hmm. it because it was kind of cheap? Mm. These and other questions we ponder here on the Mother of All Shows. It's like as the world turns, I except know. not. Are there any morals or standards in playing video games? It's like, oh, you can't do that. That's that's dishonorable. Is there any other gameplay stuff that um, is good or bad in this that's changed? They don't. They usually don't change that much. No, they don't. Um, the new mode this uh, mode. year is the NFL Superstar mode, okay. different from the franchise, where you take one player and try to bring him through his NFL career. Cool. Now, there's a couple ways you can start your character. Either you can Import him from your NCAA 2006 game. Like okay. they have a mode the same way where you can bring your character through college, and once they, you do that, you put it on your hard. They drive. have the race to Heisman, race and Heisman. um, you have four seasons to get your guy the Heisman, or you lose the mode, and you make me sad. And you like always with these games, you have the ability to import that into Madden. Yep. Or this is the new thing also is that you can import an NFL Street Two player if you buy EA Games NFL Street. Okay, for people who don't know. It, Everybody remembers NBA Jam, and when you're on fire, and I'm like, sure not everybody does. Well, when do you remember NBA Jam? Back, you know what? Back... I was never that into video games, but I do remember. You could be Al Gore and, and, and Bill Clinton, couldn't you? Yep. I, yeah. So NFL <laughs> Street awesome. is like NBA Jam, and I have no reason. No, I don't. It, 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 I'm so <laughs> I'm so confused. And I'm stammering. Yeah, so you and that never it. happens to me. So no, never catches in an insult. I'm you can't sorry. leave yourself open like that. I know you can't, Neil. I'll attack you <laughs> so, right away. Continue. Yeah, so you Nothing bring your character through the street. You, you can import him, but if you don't have either of those two games, you do. You create a new player with DNA. Like you have to choose <laughs> your mother and father. <laughs> <laughs> like give you random mother and wow. father like maybe get a father who was an nfl superstar your mother's a brain surgeon you're going to be like the greatest smartest like QB smartest ever. ever or maybe you'll get a father who was like a maybe a, a child abuser maybe or, or a player, <laughs> and your mother was a juggler so you might have good handling sorry skills. your linebacker was born gay <laughs> <laughs> there's no hope for you i wonder if in this i can create nikki and me and see if our child will make it 
<laughs> no child will ever be our child. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So you create this player, you make him tell him what to look like, and uh, give him a, you don't give him stats, but they give it for you based on your DNA. And then you go into like rookie thing where you go to the interview. Like they ask you what teams you want to play for, and uh-huh. oh, are you are you when you sleep in front of the crowd, are you excited or you're nervous? This will also right. go to your players' attributes. And one thing they also put in was an IQ test. After Ooh, twenty questions in two that's minutes. That's gonna kill a lot of people. Wait, wait a minute! I have to take an IQ test <laughs> yeah, you, when I play Madden. If you play Madden, you have to take this IQ test. Yes. Yeah, sorry to break everyone's <laughs> hearts, but you do have to complete an IQ test. Oh, um, I am instantly going to lose every game I play if I have to do an IQ test. Now there are some easy so questions. So that game is not for me. Like, what's the third month of the year that you'll get that one? And you know, it's like, March, right? Yeah, and then you'll have a couple like uh, math questions that you could go by. Then they'll throw a question at you math like who? Questions. Good lord. You'll have a couple questions like who got the most rushing yards last year for some reason i forget is um, this like an ap game what is this advanced <laughs> placement <Yeah>. goodness <laughs> what is the airspeed velocity of football flying in the wind how smart you are then you go and you have to sign an agent now I, I do was, i get now do i get to do, do a reality show like super agent like sean cody and I have to waste everyone's time no, on no. that show. Nope, I was thinking. Yeah, that, let's hear about these agents, though. I mean, I is hope, it big names or? I was, I was hoping they would have Drew Rosenhaus, like the biggest agent, but they didn't. They had a character like him, or he's like, uh-huh. oh, I'll get the best for you and such. And All right. but when you start off, you only a couple agents will take you. You know, they won't. They not every agent wants the rookie out of who's a third round draft pick. So you'll eventually you probably start off with a guy who's like, I'm new at this. I'll try to get what you deserve. And <laughs> <laughs> so you sign the guy and you go to the draft and you figure out where to go. I got drafted in the third round. My friend also got drafted fourth round, I think. So, uh, so then once you go to your team, you start. With your crappy agent. Yeah, with your crappy agent. You go to an apartment. Um, this apartment can upgrade to a house and to a mansion as you go along, and you get better. This is getting well, really actually, real. You know what? This is yeah. This is pretty cool. I mean, you get to crazy. choose. It, it's, it's a diversion to the football that you would expect uh-huh. from Madden 2006. <laughs> <laughs> Very true, Neil. And then you'll have your agent and your mentor, which is oh, I think is always Terrell Davis, like giving you messages on the machine. Wait, do you, I'm just curious. Do you get a girlfriend too? Oh, I haven't. I, mean, I haven't gone far uh, enough. Shoot, <laughs> so much here. I'm well, sorry. It's like San Andreas. I'm getting ahead where... of us here. Go on, Paul. San Go Andreas, on. where you get to virtual girlfriend there. And then there's also a webmaster who will keep who will make a web page for you and keep all your stats because apparently you're not smart enough to keep your own stats. You well, need to what go about on the, the IQ test? Come but on. The IQ test says I'm smart enough to do HTML coding. Come on. Rarely they don't trust you with that. And then there's a map where you can go around town. You can get a haircut. You can get tattoos. What? <laughs> tattoos? Yeah. This game is boldly going where no game has ever <laughs> gone actually before. really kind of cool. And there's also a training facility, which I haven't gotten to, because only the best agents can get you to the training facility. And make oh, so that's even not even guaranteed. Better. Right. I haven't played enough to get to this place, but from what I hear, it's the best mini game in the game, and it's nice that they made you earn it. Okay, so far with all this, would you say this is a video gamer's dream? Oh, for and if the hardcore man gamers will love love this. it. Yep. Okay, I'm not sure if the casual gamer will pick this up, and they probably won't even want to start. With I this. mean, it's so complex yeah. for a it's guy who's just so getting into cool. video games. You know, 
So once you get through all the freezing and stuff, finally you're at the season where you tell get the... me you get a girlfriend. <laughs> do you <laughs> actually get to play? I don't know. You, football? I, you actually do. I mean, yeah, football. you do actually. Okay, yep. so that's and good. And when your character's on the field, he'll have a, like a red dot around it, which is nice because you know which character. Mine was a tight end, so I could always tell he was on the end. But then I found myself like wanting to always throw at him, which then made my game way too one-dimensional. So I had to realize he's another player. Had to pass to the other mm. wide receivers. Uh-huh. All right. There's also um, practices with your team where you just—it's just this quick scrimmage where you just throw the ball around. You get points. That apparently helps your team. It eventually gets pretty repetitive and boring, and you'll eventually. So that's a downfall of the game. You just want to simulate that and just get it over with. And there's also uh, strategy meetings where you go over your next week's opponent. My goodness. And it'll tell you what that team, what place it likes to play. Am I the only one boggled by all this? My goodness. This is amazing. You know, they usually make leaps between Madden, but it's usually not this in-depth. It is. Hey, video game fanatics, please give us a call here if you're interested in chiming in or giving us, you know, what you think about this. Put down your Madden and pick up your phone. (laughs) 432-3893 is the number here. Tell us what agent you got. Uh, After a few weeks, I started realizing what was the point of the agent, and I can't find any place where I can even find out what contract he got me. In franchise <laughs> mode, you negotiate every player's contract. And here you're controlling one player. It seems like you'd have a say, but I just like, I got drafted and my agent made the deal. I don't even know how much money I get. I don't see where you can even spend the money. I'm, so I'm a little confused <laughs> on what. Maybe they'll improve on that next So year. that's another downfall of the yeah, game. Yeah, Okay. Um, still got franchise mode, which is of course. practically the exact same as last year's. Uh, it also, but it also has a new strategy thing. Um, they have, if you played last year's, you know, it has like this radio show where they'll talk about football. They still got the radio show? Yeah, but it's still, they got a couple new segments, but it's still repetitive. And eventually after each season, you're going to turn it off. I have an, I have a brainstorm, you know, EA next season, instead of doing like professional sports jocks, get the mother of all shows. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. We should come so true. I second that notion. <laughs> and then the owner's box, exact same as last year. You set your ticket prices. You set the program prices. You set the hot dog prices. Well, what if you just want to play football and not deal with all the other stuff? You can ignore it if you want. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm going to ignore it. <laughs> I was just it. getting into numbers. I'm kind of like, oh, man. I we're playing football. last year. After three seasons, I was like, I don't need to control. I got enough money. I'm not going to worry about it. Hot dogs are 10 bucks. You can buy more tattoos. <laughs> yeah, buy more. <laughs> um, for you out there who enjoy the create a team, create a player, uh, create a fan, it's the exact same. Do they still have those fan things? Because I remember in NCAA Football 2005, the best thing about that game was I got to make the fans leave. (laughs) Like, they would get so upset at how bad I was beating Harvard. I always did Michigan State versus Harvard. Harvard Harvard fans, they just leave. Yeah, Fairweather fans over there at Harvard. They still got the fan animations. I think there's a couple new ones. Um, But the logos... They're still the exact same from nothing new, which I still think lack from the 04 version. I'm still miss my I still miss my flag with the W on it from 04, 03, and 02. They got rid of it in 04. Yeah. Oh, we another downfall here. That's horrible. And the stadium, create your stadium, still the exact same. All right. All right. Um, commentary. There is less Madden talking, which is good because he's annoying. I always hated how Madden would say like you drop the football, and his comment on that play would be. Wow, that receiver really needs to catch the pass. <laughs> I something. think you just took it too hard, way too much, Neil. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Al, Michael, Al Michaels talks more. He has more things to say. They do say 
he should look off his receiver more because of the new QB thing. They say that way too much, trying to hit home the point that you got to use that to your advantage. Hitting home points. You know, usually when I play this game, I'm like, yeah, let's listen to the commentators for about an hour, and then I shut my TV off. Yeah. I turn <laughs> the, the mute, volume off because those yep. guys, those are always annoyingly repetitive. And they're always annoyingly repetitive. Annoyingly, Are they annoyingly repetitive, Neil? Annoyingly repetitive. Well, let's not do that to our show, okay? <laughs> Thanks. Every Mad game Paul, always seemed to please. have... In fact, you're like, fired now. <laughs> every new Mad game seemed to have like new animations, new tackles. I have yet to see any new ones. I'm wondering if they just gave up this year because... Um, but the helmet, like the hits where your helmet flies off, used to be that happened once every couple games. It happened five times in a game I played Ooh. last night. It, it's cool, but it, it repetitive, just, just right? Loses, repetitive. Loses its repetitiveness magic. is bad. Too much. All right. So over, on a scale of awesomeness, though, a scale of awesomeness, oh, we're, we're just not the scale. We gotta let people know we do a scale of awesomeness yeah, here, Paul. If you I haven't love, heard, I love the scale of awesomeness. Awesome, great. It's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. So out of a one to ten, what would you give this? I would give it an eight. It's still a solid game. It's not okay. as good as oh, I still love oh four. I still think that was the pinnacle of the bad games. So right. It's got a nine, but eight, I think, is a nice, fair, solid score for. Cool. All right. Very cool. Thank well, you, Paul. Well, I'm we going to learn how not this. to be repetitive, and I'm going to learn not to be repetitive, and I'm not. I'm. I can't do it. <laughs> we're we're going to take a break. We'll, we'll we'll see in a couple minutes right <laughs> we'll here in Impact 89. In a moment. You're listening to Exposure only on 88.9 The Impact. Okay, Q horses. Energy, people. Energy. Settle up and buckle down for 88.9 The Impact's High Noon, where every weekday at noon, two songs battle it out in a showdown like you've never seen this side of the Rio Grande. Okay, all right, cut. Frank, look, I appreciate what you're doing, and you know, that voice might work in a Chalupa commercial, okay? But what we're doing here is far less cowboy and more gunslinging outlaw. And honestly, guys, I could use more harmonica. Let's take it from there. Roll music. Frank, think Charlton Heston meets Clint Eastwood. Okay, go. First, fire up your radios Sundays from 8 to 10 p.m. for Sitter Spin and voice your opinion about the songs you'd like to hear on the high noon. Then tune in at noon every weekday to find out who's going to be the last band standing. Caller number five on the high noon wins a Primo Impact Prize and gets to choose the winning song that survives to face a new challenger in the next midday brawl. Better. Okay, and trumpets, let's bring her home. Don't miss High Noon at Noon. Weekdays. Only on Impact 89FM. AIDS has killed nearly six million children worldwide. That's more than every child in every preschool, grade school, and high school in New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, Washington, Atlanta, and Miami combined. The time to do something is now. The place is apathyislethal.org. AIDS is preventable. Apathy is lethal. A public service announcement brought to you by the United Nations Foundation and the Ad Council. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9, The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432-3893. And now, back to Exposure.
movie news and reviews on the mother of all shows. This, of course, is movie news and reviews. Nikki's giving me a laughing, dirty look because I started singing to the 20th Century Fox. Oh, kids Anywho, don't want to hear Anywho, before we get to the good stuff, Universal Pictures presents the 40-year-old version Do starring Steve... Okay. Universal Pictures presents the 40-year-old version starring Steve Carell. The winner will receive four tickets to view the movie at the NCG Woo! Theater and the Eastwood Town Center on Tuesday, August 16th. Winner will also receive a special prize pack at the theater. You must be 17 years or older to win. So, so the next two callers at 432-3893, you guys win not two tickets, but four, four. tickets. Wow. That's why we have the best oh. prizes this side of Alderaan on this show. I know. You gotta you love the mother of all shows. You get an advanced screening of the new Steve Carell movie, The 40-Year-Old Virgin. Uh, the 40-Year-Old Virgin is a cryptic look into the future of some Impact staff members. Neil, um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is an autobiographical movie about me in the future. Thanks, Nikki. No, actually, anytime. Steve, I make a cameo in the movie. So. Steve Carell, he plays this guy who has like an action figure collection, and he's just given up on on getting 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 to bed with a lady. <laughs> yeah. So his friends oh. at the video store or at the electronic store he works with, they're like they hook him up. You know, they it's, try it's to American Pie except out. instead of them being seventeen, they're they're forty. Exactly. Guy's 40. <laughs> but oh. on the upside, it's got Paul Rudd and Steve Carell in it. And right there, you got those two guys were in Anchorman. Awesome. Uh, awesome movie. Which, by the way, Neil, I completely forgot to mention last week. And, of course, if you want to win those tickets, 432-3893. First two callers get four tickets each to this movie. Yeah, it's good stuff. And, Neil, I forgot to mention last week when I came home from Poland, I brought back a beautiful Polish maiden for you. And she's been staying at my house. I've been prepping her a little bit. Have you been feeding and watering her Hold on, let me get to that, Turns it towards the light. Her name is Olga. Olga? Yep, she's 18. Just got legal. And she loves kielbasa, she loves cooking, and she loves video games. She and loves she's a Sagittarius. Cooking? She oh, loves. Oh wait! Oh, hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! She's a Sagittarius. Yes. Is that okay? No, it's not compatible oh. here. Okay, I'll get you another girl, Yasha. How's Yasha? Eighteen Capricorn. All right, well, we'll figure that out. All right. Men like we'll me you. don't have standards. You should know that. Find out. I know. Beggars can't be Whatever. choosers. All right. All right. Moving right along. Moving on. The top five movies of. This past, yes. past weekend, number one movie in America was The Dukes of Hazard. Nikki is going to give us her, her opinion later. Number two, something I'm really happy and surprised about. Number two movie in America was Wedding Crashers. Again, we got a stage five oh. clinger. We, <laughs> that's me. Um, I love, I always loved that movie. And it gave me a new saying where I can just scream at my mom, meatloaf. Stat. Mommy love. F bomb. Don't forget the F bomb. <laughs> <laughs> number third, third movie in America. The third, number three movie in America. Let me start that off again. Is Charlie and Chalk Factory. That's right. Number four is Sky High, and number five is Must Love Dogs. These two movies just need to die already. Well, what actually, I'm, what I, and also it's not on here, but what I'm kind of pleased and somewhat is the French import March of the Penguins. Which That's it looks, where I've heard a lot of great which things. It looks like it's just like this Disney movie that Morgan Freeman 
well, it's, narrated. It's a French first film. First off, it's a documentary. So people always think documentaries aren't going to do good in the theater. But this one actually surprised a lot of box office numbers, and it did pretty well. And it's well. getting word so, of mouth. That's right. Lots of documentaries are getting word of mouth nowadays. I mean, you have... Um, What's the movie? It's about. It's called The Aristocrats. It's about the dirtiest joke ever. Yeah, I heard about that That's one. That's supposed it's to be really funny. It's got minus Teller. I don't know if that will... Well, oh, it's I got about 50 comedians thinking, that are... Yeah. I was thinking we should do the Mother of All Shows documentary. I mean, word of mouth. Hey. I have to write that millions. one. I have <laughs> so to tell we'll the sad story of a man working at a comic book shop, crying <laughs> into his Taco Bell. And along came Nikki and said, hey... <laughs> Let me make fun make- of you twice a week. <laughs> hey, it's my jizzle. I love it. All right. It's what I do. Coming out this weekend, we've got uh, the sequel to Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo, European Gigolo. Actually, I have to interject. So I'm so excited about all the movies coming out. This, yeah, this so weekend. am I. That so one, many. I finally saw um, the first one on Sunday, and I kind of liked it, but of course it was on wait, TV. Wait, you saw the first Deuce Bigelow? Yeah. You're sa- I saw that in Poland. Go figure. With Polish subtitles, but I mean, with it was still, Polish subtitles, <laughs> it was still pretty. The funny. another movie coming out this weekend is a Skeleton Key, Kate Hudson's forte into horror now, films. I don't now, know me that. saying that that statement right there, Kate Hudson's Kate first forte into horror, horror films, films should be popping up red flags all over your mind. Well, at the same time, though, keep in mind the director is Ian Softley, who did Hackers, and I thoroughly enjoyed Hackers. Yeah, Hackers. But was for him a good to movie. go to something like this. Um, actually, I've read uh, some. I've read some early reviews on some websites, and they're actually saying one of one reviewer that I read actually said this was a coming out party for Kate Hudson that she actually did well beyond her her limit. And if you if you've seen you know, almost I'm not heroes, judge. that's true. I'm gonna wait If you've seen out, almost heroes, you can see a potential in Kate Hudson to actually do well. And then she goes and she does romantic comedies. And then her potential just... Okay, I'm sorry. Every time I look at her, I see Goldie Hawn. I can't <laughs> see her as somebody... I see her as mini Goldie Hawn. Every time I see her, I see the money I lost seeing How to Lose a Guy in... <laughs> I don't want to know why you went to see that movie hey, in the first Hey, shut place. your pie hole. Hey, I you like know what? When, you, when, when you're on a date, you kind of sacrifice. You make sacrifices. Yeah, you know? So that's what it's like sacrifices. to be on a date. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it feels like an empty wallet <laughs> and regret. Empty wallet and How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. That's all right, another movie because there are four of them coming out this weekend. It's Four Brothers. This is director oh, John, John Stapleton. Singleton. Takes place Singleton. in Detroit, everybody. And it's John and it's Marky Singleton. Mark and Andre Three Thousand. <laughs> Where and would a... you ever think that Andre Three Thousand and Marky Mark would Who be brothers? Who is Andre Three Thousand? Uh, hello, Outcast. Uh, outcast. Oh, sorry. you work you work at a radio station. Neil, and Neil has been shunned. Hey, well, oh God. <laughs> well, Neil's a little behind. It's okay. Well, I'm we'll not. Smack him are are kids still listening to the Temptations? <laughs> I am. Again? Temptations are awesome. Anyway, and, we, yeah, we and the last movie coming out is the War Story: The Great Raid. I read a pre-review about it, and the guy said that the first ninety minutes are the slowest time in the theater that he's ever seen. But um, that the action sequence when they're finally doing the Great Raid is up there with um, Saving Private Ryan and Platoon, and the, that the action in this movie is. Is on par with and the greats. Let's not forget it's based on the actual events that took place. And it's in the got Benjamin Bratt and uh, James Franco from Superman one James or Superman Spider Man James one Franco and, two, yeah. and Ray, Ralph Fiennes Ralph Fiennes Ralph Fiennes yep. isn't it? I get Ray? him and Ray Fiennes confused because their names are like almost. Oh, it's Ralph. Similar. I see. Yeah, yeah he um, Ralph stuff. Fiennes. This guy we're talking about because I'm not going to try to pronounce his name anymore. You will remember him from such movies. As behind enemy line or at enemy at the gates, enemy at the gates. There yes, that's go. the only one. 
and he was um, William Shakespeare in Shakespeare in Love. I love yes. that movie. And that was a pretty good movie. It was lovely. I'm, I'm sorry. It's a great film. Okay, we're going to stop. But, hey, hey, hey. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. First off, um, I just want to say about The Great Raid. That was supposed to be released in 2003, but it was pushed back by Miramax until now. Oh, do you know why? So, uh, who knows? With Miramax, money issues, war issues, there was a lot going Miramax on. Miramax is so. owned by Disney, and, you know. Oh, I have more to talk about a, Disney later. If you have a near indie um, production company, don't try to, like, siphon releases they did this with dogma too that's right but then again my hero lionsgate entertainment came in and they distribute it they distribute anything <laughs> i love them for it but the great raid will be out this friday along with you forgot one more neil pretty persuasion but that's not Evan wide Rachel release though. Wood and ron livingston is, i'm actually looking for that it's not wide release but it will be out is it in this area though not in this area but i still want to mention it just because i think it's going to be something like election mixed with heathers so it's going to be one of those dark comedies yeah election mixed that with i'm looking forward to and so, i love ron livingston ron livingston's Everybody gonna actually that. play the guy who gets accused of sexual harassment by evan rachel wood oh man i can evan I, rachel I can say the same thing yeah. about a certain basement house right now too though um well <laughs> <laughs> um why we talk about all these great movies, but you know what? Great movies. I've talked to you before air, and why don't you tell us about Dukes of Hazard? Good Lord, I should have seen Broken Flowers with Bolt Murray. I'm sorry, what the heck was I thinking when I saw this movie? You know okay. what? I had great hopes for this film just because it was um, creatively it was done by the Broken Lizard comedy troupe. And then I look back at Club Dread, something that I think was a really good horror movie, but as a comedy movie... Uh, you gotta differentiate the two, buddy. You know. I just want every one of their movies to be like Super Troopers. I'm sorry, it's not gonna be the same. It now, first really... off, sorry. Oh, and hold oh, that are thought. You, are, are you gonna diss Super Troopers? Yes, and as a matter of fact, I, I was. Okay, well, we'll get to All that right. in a second because I'll mention that. Uh, okay, so don't I would worry. love to. Hold that thought. Now it's set in present day, and mind you, I haven't seen the original Dukes of Hazard. But of they're, course, they're, they run moonshine. Here's here's the backstory for those of you that don't know. It follows the adventures of the good old boys, uh, <laughs> Bo and Luke, which is played by Sean William Scott, aka Stifler, and Johnny Knoxville, aka is Jackass. This is this heaven. guy ever going to get out of the Stifler mont? I'm sorry, I'm gonna get to that too because honestly, every time I saw him, I thought Stifler, and I thought. Actually, you probably all know what I thought, because think <laughs> Stifler, okay? What are the first few thoughts that get in your mind? Keep that thought. Okay, so they try to save their Uncle Jesse's uh, Hazard County area, <laughs> the Jesse. spot where they all live, which is played by Pothead Willie Nelson, and of course with the help of their cousin Daisy, you know, Miss Hotlegs Jessica Simpson. And Burt Reynolds is Boss Hogg, which is the guy who's, you know, trying to steal their land. And he's pretty much the only real actor in this movie, but he still kind of sucks. <laughs> uh, Jessica Simpson is hot, and if you're going to see this movie to see a barely clothed or, well, not necessarily naked, but she is kind of showing a little skin. You will walk away out of the theater happy, well, semi-happy, but she only gets about 10 minutes of screen time. So the preview. She, yes, she only gets ten minutes of screen I'm not time. Ten, You're ten kidding. She was in like all the trailers. She, yeah. Well, of course. Welcome the to the world. Of, <laughs> hey, welcome to the world of false advertising, guys. All me. right. Sex sells, <laughs> and they knew that. So Jessica Simpson, I'm sorry. All you are in this movie is eye candy. So if you're going to go see this movie for full entertainment value, it ain't going to happen. Um, I wanted to leave the theater pretty much in the first ten minutes. Okay, Ouch. that's how bad it was. Um, but now, you, 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 you bared with it because you I loved the show. I did bear with it because I thought 
shoot, you know, it'll be great to butcher a movie on the mother of all shows because we haven't done that lately. So we haven't done that now yet. Now's the time. Um, <laughs> now, as the ghosts of past personalities come back, they did in this movie. I like Johnny Knoxville. I'm not gonna lie, I do like him, but he has some talent. But in this movie, it's just like a reprise of his jackass character. That's all it was. And Sean William Scott, as we mentioned before, he's always gonna be Stifler. I, I can't deny it. So. He does nothing in this movie to change that. There's um, a couple of parts of the movie that I was actually entertained by. You know, the car chases. The car chases. Oh, basically the car chases. That's, That's all it. anyone ever That's liked it. that show for Generally, anyway was the car chases and Daisy Duke. was a star of this movie. Nobody else. Um, Bert tries to save the movie, but uh, he's surrounded by people who don't know what the hell they're doing. So it doesn't Are you really telling work. me that Willie Nelson and Jessica Simpson don't know how to act? Uh, yep, I believe that would be what I'm saying. Oh, and normally my book, um, Burt Reynolds, suits kind of a coolness factor, but in this movie he was just kind of, eh, mediocre. And it's depressing to see him reduced to that, so. Um, <laughs> this movie could have been a lot better, but it wasn't. Sorry, guys. So, the same director, Jay, uh, can't pronounce his last name. I'm we never lie. could. Jay Chandrakasakalalalala. Super Troopers, that's all I'm going to say, as we mentioned before. Um, you see a lot of those actors making random appearances in this movie, actually, from Super Troopers. And, of course, they all play cops. Well, they all... So it's kind of funny, because you'll get well, flashbacks they, of Super Troopers and laugh. They get right... On, at least on IMDb, all of them got writing credits for this movie, too. Um, and that's you can right. you can see um, who I'm going to refer to as Officer Ramathorn in the trailers. I'm just hoping that these guys can break out from eventually from them just being a comedy troupe and doing bit parts because Jay, he's, Dude, I don't think he's directed I don't TV, think he's arrested, direct, arrested Development too. So he's getting to be a named director around these parts. Mm. I don't know about that. I mean, Super Troopers was not that good. I mean, people like, has it ever happened to you when people well, build up a movie so much and you finally see it and it and just it totally just is not good? That's what, That was with me and Super Troopers. It had its funny moments, okay, but I'm, it was I'm going not to admit, that me. good. I'm going to admit this on air. I laughed harder at American Pie the first time I saw it than I did Super Troopers. Of course. American Pie well, was well-written. We had yeah. to stop the video at the infamous flute line because <laughs> I wouldn't shut up. Play it over and over again for your, uh, <laughs> for your pleasure. No, but it's true. Um, this movie, actually, the plot line was kind of, uh, kind of all over the place. I mean, it was written for junior high school level. Okay, so <laughs> if anything, junior high schoolers right. will appreciate this film. So and I was reading uh, Real Detroit the other day, and I thought this was hilarious. I can't agree with this writer more. Um, if they were really going to update this movie, Uncle Jesse should have traded his moonshine for basement meth lab. Daisy <laughs> should have had five illegitimate kids by now, and Boss Hog would be plotting behind his desk at as Hazard County Walmart manager. Oh. And that would have sold millions, all right? That's just my advice also. So my other advice is to go see Wedding Crashers again because really that's <laughs> that's your bottom line. Dukes of Hazard sucked. If you disagree, if you agree, give me a call here at 432-3893 and we can chat about this. All right. So, so on the scale of awesomeness, just for uh, a two? two? Five. All right, a two point. Because you know what, I gotta admit, Jessica Simpson did look hot. I'm not gonna deny that she's a beautiful woman. Acting skills, not so much, but she did look good in the movie. She should take some acting lessons. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, she has the money to do it, so she should. <laughs> and let's hope next time she's gonna be on screen, she gets uh, some more airtime. All right, I'm going to go from one crime against humanity because I'm going to assume that you're gonna label Dukes of Hazard crime against humanity. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another crime against humanity. <laughs> I, I ranted about this last week. I really hate it, so I'm going to bring it up every time there's something that happens. The Omen remake that's scheduled to come out oh, next God. summer. Um, they're fast-tracking this bad boy. They're fast-tracking it so much that they have casted the lead parents. And um, I've heard rumors that they have found their creepy kid. Oh, boy. Picked it out of the pen. Is it the guy from the I believe it's the, the kid from the fall from, um, <laughs> from the Robert De Niro, um, Re- Rebecca Romaine Stamos um, thing, The Fallen. Ooh, that kid was really That kid creepy. was kind of creepy. He was... He was but um, Julia Stiles and Liv Sherber. Now he was Julia in the Stiles. he was in the Manchurian Candidate. Okay. I can't. I butchered his name really bad, but he's been in stuff. Um, he he's <laughs> so he, he has he has more credentials but, than Jessica Simpson. Right? But Julia That's Stiles, and I'm like, me. why these parents in the original Omen were played by Gregory Peck and Lee Remick? Gregory Peck and Gregory Peck was Good on man. the was on the the waning end of his career when he did this movie. He was like 50 years old, so you're going to go out and you're going to hire 20-something people to play the parents. Hey, no! welcome to Hollywood these days. That's how it is. Neil, come down. We don't um, have a This is going show. to be um, directed by John Moore, who directed Flight of the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I'm looking forward to, just because The Wicker Man has not gained uh, mainstream popularity, Nicolas Cage is going to be in it, along with Lily Zobieski and Ellen Burstyn. Uh, Zobieski is going to play a bar maiden. Ooh. And that's what it says right here, bar maiden, who is Cage's confidant and Burstein. Will she be wearing Daisy Dukes? Um, <laughs> plays the head of the cult because this is a cult movie, literally. Oh, yeah. Looking cult. forward to that one. Now, we've already touched upon this. Um, Steve Carell had said when he was promoting The 40-Year-Old Virgin um, that he had turned that he had heard rumors that he was actually going to be play the Joker in um that's batman begins sequel um the now um producer charles roven he has said that the three four people are signed on for the sequel christian bale michael kane katie holmes which goes against what i had read shoot me now what i what i had had, what i had read directly after that movie came out that they weren't having her back maybe she dies in the beginning but you know if if any of you guys want to like hit up the message boards at impact89fm.org and hit up the mother of all message boards and ask me or if you could fulfill my christmas wishes and please shoot katie holmes (laughs) and and ask me why i want katie holmes back on batman begins i'll tell you you want her back there is a great plot point that can happen because of this. Her dying. Um, a little bit. Her grizzly um, And also Gary Oldman, who played uh, James Gordon's coming back. Thank God. Um, there Gary is Oldman. a long list of people who are rumored to play the Joker. Um, you know, I would think that, you know, my pick would be for uh, the guy who played the Green Goblin. <laughs> The guy who played the Green Goblin, uh, what's oh. his? Def- William, William Defoe. Defoe. Yeah, Thank William Defoe. you. He could. But I'd love to see Mark Hamill get some work. I really would. You know, you but Mark Hamill. Okay, people want Mark Hamill to do it because he voiced the Joker in the animated series. I'm sorry, he doesn't look like the Joker. He's old and kind of chubby. Hollywood makeup, <laughs> it works wonders. I'm sorry. Who says the Joker can't be chubby? Gastric bypass surgery. I do. Surgery. <laughs> he can love food and you know what? people. <laughs> I'm going to beat Owen for <laughs> suggesting that the Joker should be chubby. By the end of the show, I'm going to have you dive across this table and strangle me. I'm just going to keep making really, really bad suggestions for Batman. Oh, so that'll be good. Um, <laughs> while, while I go dive across the table and beat Owen, we're going to take a break. You're listening to the mother of all shows on Impact 89 FM. 
You're listening to Exposure, only on 88.9 The Impact. For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to The Impact Primetime, Primetime. where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. Tuesday nights from 8 until midnight, The Impact's progressive torch and twang brings you the best in alternative country and grassroots music. Only on Impact Primetime. When I found out my jeans were made using child labor in sweatshops, I wrote a letter to the company saying, reconsider your labor practices. A few months later, I get a letter back saying, thanks for being a loyal customer, and they included a coupon for a 25% discount on their jeans. So I got smart, wrote letters every day to all the stores that carry the brand, asking them to stop supporting the companies who use child labor in sweatshops. And I just kept getting letters back, thanking me for my concerns, and more coupons for more discounts on more jeans. So I'm telling my friend about it, and she flips out, saying that between all the letters and coupons, some paper company cut down a small forest, driving off two indigenous tribes, hundreds of endangered animals, killing thousands of plant species, some of which may have contained vaccines for HIV, cancer, and syphilis. Meanwhile, the guys cutting down the trees are 13-year-old kids who work night and day for months just to save up enough money to buy a pair of jeans made by child labor in sweatshops. Saving the world isn't easy, but saving a life is. Just one pint of blood can save up to three lives. Visit bloodsaves.com to learn more. This public service announcement was brought to you by the Ad Council. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432-3893. And now, back to Exposure. Damn TV, you've ruined my imagination. Just like you've ruined my ability to... To, um... Oh, well. TV news and reviews on the mother of all shows. All right. Um, of course, you've all heard this, the first TV news we're going to do. It's kind of sad that uh, Very sad. longtime ABC uh, World News anchor Peter Jennings had died of lung cancer. Yeah, that's um, right. He week. signed off for good Sunday night when he passed from lung cancer at the age of 67. Great oh. analogy there, Nikki. But, <laughs> hey. So much for journalistic sensitivity. <laughs> I know. And I believe that reinforces how bad smoking is. Yes. And journalism. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yes, because uh, that's, journalism gave him lung cancer. You know, we're all saddened here by Peter Jennings passing. Um, a lot of people are saying that um, because of he and um, Dan Rather and Tom Brokaw signed off that news as we know it is dead. No. Cut uh, I, I really think that okay, if the that networks far. try, they can bring back a new batch of anchors if they just put faith well, in that. Well, I mean, honestly, it's, there really hasn't been that many good anchors lately. Brian Williams for NBC News is, is no, I mean, he took guys, over, he's he took over yeah. for Brokaw, and he's pretty good. I will listen, agree listen, with you. it's the news. This is, not a, this is not a TV show. You don't have to have some big star celebrity. No, you can. It's somebody who's, no, who's it's not knows that. It's somebody who knows his journalistic style. Exactly. Can, so who cares if it's a new anchor? I mean, you, you but he's got to be good. Brokaw, you got to have a good, you know, relationship with the person you, that you watch every night on TV. You know, you I think you, them, you it's one of those things them. where you have to make your new stars. You can't just go pluck somebody. If Barbara Walters starts lie, anchoring her. the ABC Nightly I'm News. Sorry. No. Another Christmas wish. Somebody else kill her. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, one, of, one of your Christmas wishes is coming true, switching gears. Katie Holmes being uh, dead. <laughs> uh, stand-up I'm comedian kidding. Dane Cook, whose Woo! new album just became yes. the highest charting comedy release in the U.S. pop charts. That's right. In a quarter century, is set to star in a comedy pilot called Cooked. And if you love Dane Cook, you're going to love this. Owen and I are actually going to review his show. He's coming August 20th. 23rd? Yeah, don't... 
something, 23rd. Like, yeah, so that week or a... so, we will review his comedy show at Meadowbrook Theater and, over in Rochester Hills, and Dane Michigan. Cook, Dane Cook, I've said it before and I'll say it again. He's going to be a household name in and the this, next five years. You're this, a genius. Looking, looking at this, um, it talks about Cook's going to have quirky relationships with his friends, two people I don't know, and their exploits. So it sounds a lot like Seinfeld, except mm. it's Dane Cook. Hmm. So um, now, what this about louder. What this thing doesn't say is that they're just shooting a pilot and they're not shooting a pilot for a network. Sometimes networks will um, give money to a comedian to make a pilot and then they'll decide. But Dane Cook is actually like doing it himself. So he's shopping it around. You know, if this is about a tenth of as funny as a stand-up is, it's going to get picked. It's going to be huge. Oh, but yeah. All about Dane Cook is that he's... He's he's thirty three and he's still like he's Extremely eighteen. Extremely good looking. He's <laughs> he's just a big kid and they just, if you the agree, four three two three eight nine three is the number. Thank you. Oh right, that's that's what's <laughs> no, happening. In actually, the... another thing that I got to mention today on the news, if you guys saw, um, they caught Bonnie and Clyde two thousand five. AKA George and Jennifer Hyatt. And what I love about it is that a cab driver got them in, turned in today. And I was watching this interview on CNN this morning. Hilarious. Okay, so the CNN guy says, and then what happened? And the 40-year-old cabbie says, well, I was playing my video game, and my friend called me to let me know. He thinks I might have picked up those two fugitives since their abandoned vehicle was right where I picked them up. (laughs) CNN guy says, and then what did you do? Can you just sense the drama here? (laughs) Cabbie says, I stopped playing that video game immediately <laughs> and called the police. That's not what I would do. Yeah, he's, Thank he's you for your cooperation, cabbie. You will probably get redeemed with, you know, Grand Theft Auto or something. Who knows? <laughs> he totally lost his mind. Hopefully Madden. Hey, you get Madden. <laughs> he was probably playing. Yeah, he totally, totally lost, lost Madden. lost my high score. Oh. All right, now we're going hilarious. to go to fall preview section. First, we're going to do NBC, who is doing what seems like my dad was talking to me about this over breakfast this morning. How all these there's all these new sci-fi shows that are coming out like Fathom and uh, Threshold for CBS, and they're all lost um, clones. You knew really? it was about to happen that they were just gonna copy Lost. Lost was good. So hey, you got well, Lost is a great show. You got Fathom, Alien Abduct- Alien Abductions in Florida. I believe that's what it is. Yeah, that's gonna be a winner. Nope. When you're One thing that I'm going to hate that what when you're a desperate last place network yeah got to go with the best. Speaking of <laughs> desperate measures, there's a new apprentice and it's Martha Stewart. Oh. Good lord, help me please. What is TV coming to? <laughs> so you get you get you get Wednesday you get Martha and Thursday you get the you Donald. You know what I read the other day too is that she's trying to get people in her audience to have the same name as she is. <laughs> so there's going to be a a gazillion Martha There's Stewart's. There's going to be an army of Martha Stewart's, and they're all going to teach Why? us how to make pottery. What is the point behind that? I don't know. It's just more reality shows. NBC is clawing. They used to have all these really good sitcoms. They don't now anymore. All, now all they Welcome got is the Lawn, the, the three Lawn Orders, um, The Office, which I think is going to go the way of Arrested Development as a really good show, but the network doesn't know how to handle it. It's lead-in next season is My Name is Earl, which is Jason Lee of uh, Kevin Smith fame. Mm-hmm. His new show where he tries to wrong everything that was wronged with his life. It looks pretty funny. Another thing that I'm going to complain about before we move on is Three Wishes, where Amy Grant gives some person three Amy wishes. Grant? Yeah. Amy, Amy Grant? Amy Grant. Baby, yeah, yeah. you're the lucky one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Except good. We got three. Oh, good three lord. Uh, yeah. Right. Amy Grant has a show? Yeah, Amy Grant Who has knew? a show. 
Um, coming on CBS now. Um, I I I hate. Um, what's her face? What's what, Amy Grant? I hate Amy Grant too. Is it Gina Davis or is it the ABC? No, I haven't hit an ABC yet. I'm looking for it uh, right well, now. Because I have everything. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, I hate her yes. so much I can't remember oh. her name. What? Oh, but she's oh. the girl next door. Yeah, she's got a new thing that's ripping off Medium, which I didn't think was going to last anyway because it's about a psychic that solves crimes. Dude, I thought her career ended when she did Neutrogena. <laughs> Anyhow, Ghost Whisperer is this new show CBS is throwing at us where it's basically the I'm sixth sorry, wait, sense. Wait, what's the title? It's called Ghost, Ghost Whisperer. Whisperer. That's right, I did hear about Where it's about this the show. sixth sense yeah. on a hot girl. She can see dead people. Hey, sex sells. Remember Jessica Simpson? Dukes of Hazard. Um, that's <laughs> and the best part is the ghost can see her showering, so it's even better. Well, another <laughs> thing, another you've got uh, returners like Cold Case, The King of Queens, Two and a Half Men, still standing. Yes, dear. What makes what makes me giggle is Saturday um, on CBS's. Did fall you just schedule. say giggle? Giggle. I'm sorry. Did you say it again? Saturday from eight until ten. <laughs> instead of having new and original programming, they have Crime Time Saturday. Where they've actually just said, you know what, we can't think of anything good to put there, uh-huh. so we're just going to show reruns. Of what, though? All their CSIs. Of, of um, all the CSIs, of <sighs> Cold CSI's Case, the best of Without a Trace, show. Numbers. Horrible they've got show. like 8 kidding? million it's, crime it's dramas wonderful. on CBS. NCIS. NCIS. CSI is the only good show CSI I think. Is See, they're going to kill Thursday because they've got um on what I've got is I got Survivor Guatemala, which that will never die, Survivor. <laughs> I used to want to be on that show until the reality writers striked. And then you got CSI and Without a Trace. So, you know what? How many CSIs are there now? There the original's good. The rest three. of them suck. Hmm, interesting. All well, right, yeah, CSI 8 million uh 8 million CSIs now on ABC um, preseason football kicked off. Yeah, preseason Monday. Monday Night Football. This is the last season of Monday Night Football before it On goes ABC, over to ESPN. That's right. ESPN. And um, okay, I have a little little doubt about this. Okay, so it's the final season on ABC, but Disney owns ABC and ESPN. So who's saving money here? I don't um, understand why they're switching over to ESPN. I think that's the dumbest I, mistake. It's been successful on ABC. It, it's no, been there for, since 1970. ESPN, what happened was ESPN outbid ABC. Uh, so they basically outbid themselves. I'm not a fan. I'm sorry. I think it should stay on yeah, ABC. Monday night's like a home thing, and yeah. it should stay on network. There's exactly. No reason why is it going to cable? Well, you know, ABC's such a great network. The, uh, the, the follow, the... Uh, show before Monday Night Football's Wife Swap. Oh, WTF is all I have to say to that. Now, um, new shows. We've got Commander-in-Chief, which is Gina Davis and Donald Sutherland. They got the acting power in that show to make a good show, but I'm not really sure it's going to take off. It's the West Wing, except it's a chick. <laughs> and, uh, I'm s- and you're saying that's not going to take off? I, I, I'm just saying that I, I doubt Gina Davis you has, better has zip it anymore. It, buddy. It's, a very, it's, a, it's a very dark preview into what would happen if Hillary Clinton became president. <laughs> I'm sorry. Another Christmas wish of mine. Actually, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> you don't want to say that. I'm not going to go there. And, and like most, most of the staples, Desperate, Desperate House wives lost alias moves to thursdays but you know what abc's got the two juggernaut shows and nothing else so oh abc oh now fox now fox has the fall schedule and then the january schedule because just when you're used Time to out. Sh- i gotta ask this real quick chris rock's new show is that gonna be on fox Everybody i have not heard chris? anything about his about new that. 
show. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, we'll keep I'll everybody think posted. I think that's a UPN show, sadly. I believe. <laughs> okay, one of the things. That's either that, Fox or UPN. One of the, everybody hates Chris. It's okay. UPN. One of the things that uh, they've got at 7 o'clock on Sundays, they got another rerun time slot. So Is you're going to go CSI? run CSI. <laughs> they got so many animated shows on Fox. Now, um, unfortunately, Fox probably nailed the last nail in the coffin of Arrested Development by throwing them on Monday with Kitchen Confidential and Prison Break. You know, every time I look at the Fox schedule and all the new shows they got, I just remember the first scene in the fourth season premiere Family Guy where they took like two minutes and announced all the announced shows all Fox the bombs that all might have bomb, a more attack on to really. it. But Family Guy is sticking around. Yeah, well, Family Guy, American Dad, and The Simpsons. Um, luckily for us, we won't have to wait long before the new season because new season starts up um, beginning September, of September. Yes, that's right. So I'm glad that you know Family Guy got a 36 episode order. I'm glad that they're not making making us wait. That's good. true, and you know. And then, of Waiting course, is a hard thing. Of course, Nikki's junior high crush, oh, Chris O'Donnell, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, JTT, Devon Um He's got head cases, Just which kidding. is a lawyer show. Mm, no. And of course, American Idol comes back in January. Nikki, I are think. Are you kidding me? Why? Why not? Oh. And Funny. you know. UPN and WB, they have shows too, but, you know, as we kept on going down longer, you know, it's just like, I don't care. Any, like, there, was a, there was a really good reality show. I, I, don't, I think it may have been on UPN. It was like American Idol, but they had really, really bad people and judges that told them yeah. they were good. That was, yeah. you, that was like, what? Songtime of Superstar, Superstar USA? Yeah. Oh, it was so funny. Just, just like, stop. Yeah, because that would be funny for, like, an episode. Right. Eventually, they're going to catch on. I think that's what happened. They just stopped the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, WB and UPN have the same type of stuff that won't last. Nikki, you got stuff? Um, actually, one more thing about TV, though. Um, Adam Carolla is giving his old man buddy show, um, buddy, Jimmy Kimmel, some competition. Um, oh, he yeah, has a new that's... nightly talk show. I've just heard about this. It's Too Late with Adam Carolla. It's on Comedy Central at 1130. So it goes against... Uh, his good old friend there. That, I'm wondering how the competition could be, will be. Now, what happens with that show, because I almost emailed them a question, is where you can email them questions, and if they like your question, they'll call you up and be like, hey, ask Adam this. So it's, it's going to be... Kind of like Loveline, but without... It's, yeah, it's going to be Loveline, except you don't have to ask them about Sex love. Questions? You can ask them anything. That's what <laughs> we should do you. here. We should dedicate like half an hour of this show to like relationship issues. You and I can help people out with their relationships. That's right. Neil, you so, ask me a bunch of questions. <laughs> basically, I would be the one woman here trying to, you know, answer all your questions. It'd be three guys versus Nikki, and so <laughs> it might, it might have a bit of a slant. Help, help! Four three two three eight nine three is the number. All right, worth mentioning segment. Owen. All right. Owen, let's talk about the Birdhouse Factory. That's Birdhouse Factory. We saw that last Friday. Um, it's created by Cirque du Soleil veteran Chris Lashua, who uh, is great at Cirque du Soleil, which is based in Vegas. And this Birdhouse Factory combines pretty much those kind of elements where they do a lot of acrobatics combined with human-powered machines. They do a lot, it's just a spinoff, basically, and it takes place in, surprise, a Birdhouse Factory. And they use all this uh, equipment and levers and pulleys and Is it like Stomp? No, oh, it's not like stuff that, at all. It's a lot know. of contortionists. When you when you when the show begins, it has a few you know you know Eastern European looking people come out, and you're thinking, all right, how do these people 
how are they going to do these and contortionist it's set during moves? the 1930s too so they do kind of actually have a theme going on they have a theme going on the and then and then the production. Asians come out you're like oh that's how they're going to do it and they're just amazing there's one girl who's i guess 16, 16 years, old. years old she could actually um she put a she was on this tripod that had a mouthpiece on the top of it and she stuck it in her mouth and she was like balancing by her jaw and spinning around and actually pulled let's not forget her legs were above her head no they weren't just above her head they're like she was like resting her feet backwards on her thighs so it was just like the amazing commercial right i don't know but there were a lot of junior high kids in the audience and they were kind of going nuts but (laughs) it was it was absolutely amazing these people are like incredible these people can bend in ways you cannot imagine but can they bend their can they bend their pinky back, <laughs> pinky like, back like this? <laughs> their legs they can. I don't know about their pinky. They and didn't show that. It anymore. wasn't all contortionist. It was there's a, a part where this guy had a, a briefcase and this you know rubber red ball and he was bouncing this thing in the end and doing he was juggling like five balls at the same time like bouncing them all around. It was absolutely amazing. I was really impressed with that show. Yeah, there was a lot of cool stuff. So on a scale of awesomeness, I'd definitely give it a nine. A nine? Yes. I don't give anything nine, so I'm gonna give it like a seven. But it was really good, really good on, on my scale. Ouch, so. Harsh critic. No, not ones. at all. Du by your scale. still better, I have to say. Cirque du Soleil, I give a 10. But this was definitely it up was there definitely with impressive. Cirque du Soleil. And after that, of course, we saw Jazz Fest. Absolutely. And that was a blast. Well, the beer tent, I give about a 6. Not enough selection. What you give the pork? Unfriendly people. But the jazz and the sponsors, I give a 10. The pork... We I didn't, didn't get, get around to, to the pork. I'm sorry. The beer tent took up most of my time. We <laughs> <laughs> didn't see the pork. That was our meal. I know. Many references to pork. You were excited last week, but yeah, we didn't get around week. to the food. But how, however, we uh, ended up hanging out. With the sponsors. With, with the sponsors. That's why I give them a 10, because they let us chill on these amazing, huge beanie bags. They're these. Called love sacks. They're called love sacks. I, these things, I swear, were like, they must have been, you know, in 10 feet Ginormous. in diameter. They're That's amazing. That's the only way to describe them. They're huge. And and it was just hanging out. The music was amazing, and it was just a great time. Yeah. So what would you give it on a scale of awesomeness? Uh, I'd give it a 10. Very cool. Jazz Fest was a great yeah. time. Jazz Fest, awesome. And you know what? These Summer same f- people are bringing us Blues Fest. That's right. You know, They're going to be back. And Summer Festivals Fest. and Fairs um, continue as we get on into August here. We have the Michigan State Fair going on this weekend, and it's going on until August 21st in D-Town. It's jam-packed with interesting things to do and see. Boys to Men are going to be there. Oh, R&B yeah, Boys to Men. R&B favorites, the Impressions, uh, Detroit rocker Alice Cooper will be there. Yes. Rappers T.I. and the Game. Brian McKnight will be getting fuzzy with all you loved ones. And uh, ZZ Top will be there as well. Tons of contests, such as my personal fave and eating contest, will be going on. Um, when is the eating contest, and how can I enter? Uh, I'm sorry, you're going to have to go to the website for more information. No though, professionals. I'll keep you posted, all right? Um, they actually have your picture there, not to enter you in it, because they say you go a little nuts. So, Demolition Derby will be there. Always a favorite for people who like the sound of crunching metal. Um, the Double Extreme Freestyle Motocross. Some car shows, which, of course, D-Town is known for, for automobiles. Monster truck rides. Um, they'll also be uh, special event days, including an Elvis festival on August 16th. And uh, if you're a dog lover, August 17th will be featuring um, the best in dogs. So, hey, they got it all, baby. It's the corner of 8 Mile and Woodward Avenue. And along with that will be the Great Lakes Folk Festival, which is going on this weekend. Um, It runs from 6 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. Friday, noon to 10.30 Saturday, and noon to 6 p.m. Sunday in downtown East Lansing. So it's right here, really close to Michigan State University. It's going to be having um, over 100 musicians 
How that's really that? impressive. So, it's gonna be a good time. Yeah, it'll be a really good time. And the Michigan Renaissance Festival is also going on this weekend, and it runs throughout Labor Day. So it's every weekend from now until about September 25th, rain or shine. And that's over in Holly. You can explore the massive grounds of Hollyshire where you'll find food, entertainment, shopping, and more. And every weekend has a different theme with different events. So that'll be very cool. That is what is happening this weekend. That's what's happening. Uh... And once again, Dukes of Hazard suck. My choice, <laughs> Wedding Crashers. Everybody have a fabulous weekend. You are and listening to WDBME Slanting. One more thing. I have to w- give a shout out to my dad. Hope you're feeling better, and I love you very much. So, so you've been so listening welcome. to the mother of all shows right here on WDBM East Lansing. Catch you later. Thanks for listening to this evening's Exposure, only on 88.9 The Impact.